This is Open Ended Podcast. I'm Cher Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. QVC, $43.55. ATM withdrawal, Gasoline $30. $4.58. Target, $16.38. County Barbecue, $51.72. Okay, um, spent a lot of money in New York, which I wasn't, I mean, I was expecting, but mm-hmm. kind of blew my budget com- oh, yeah. completely. <laughs> how'd, that, how'd that happen? Um, life happened, um, a little, a couple of mishaps happened out there, which is natural when you travel. Um, there was a kind of sort of an accident in the U-Haul truck. Wasn't No one got hurt, but okay. a mirror got hurt kind of badly. A, a side mirror got hurt. Actually, not as bad, but like I had, they had to replace the entire thing, which cost. Um, I had insurance, but I had to cover any expenses that were up to one hundred fifty dollars, uh-huh. and we covered the rest. But apparently, a side mirror on a U-Haul man is about three hundred dollars. <laughs> I didn't realize it took it was that much. Yeah, I did not either. I was like, oh, that should be more than like you know fifty bucks. That's just a little bit of crack. Oh, nope, yeah. not at all. They we have to replace the whole thing, and. <laughs> I was like, but but why? Like you can just like tape that on, right? Like it's literally like the, the mirror, like reflective that got shattered, mm-hmm. not the whole thing. Like well, we have to replace it. Yeah. So, yeah, they charged me one hundred fifty dollars along with like the rest of it. So it came up to a whopping like I don't know two hundred dollars more than I was willing, I was expecting to pay, and that wow. blew my budget a bit. But I mean, I made it work. You're kidding me. Yeah, I made it work, but like I, I, I like yeah, I lost about two hundred bucks mm. on that whole shenanigans. Just fine, but like I mean, it's not fine, but it's what happened. Fortunately, no one got hurt, which was mm. like my biggest concern. Mm. Well, that's why you kind of came and said like, "Oh, we should talk about budgeting this week." Yes, because I was <laughs> like, uh, "You got to prepare for the unexpected," and knowing if something does happen, have that wiggle room to deal with it, money wise. Ventra. $28. Can I just say that budgeting sucks? It sucks so much. It's <laughs> not fun at all. It's, you know, like I did a huge, like, 
massive spreadsheet about my my budget a couple of months ago with my father mm-hmm. just so I can make sure I can do the things I needed to do in order to prepare for my trip my not trip but my move to New York mm-hmm. and as far as like savings goes as far as how much money I need to do the things I need to do all the expenses that I need to do as well as just putting it into like a, a spreadsheet and creating formulas for my specific spreadsheet so I can figure out how much my daily budget is, my mm-hmm. weekly budget is, my monthly budget is. So you have that like set up like I have that single, set up. like it's, day and week. Yeah, and it's like it's specially catered to me that my dad created for me, which wow. is incredible. Mm-hmm. And you know, we both did it together, but he helped me along with it because he's used to doing budgeting for like, you know, massive hotels so for me like my, my small little budget of whatever was like oh that's a piece of cake uh-huh. and so he helped me with that and then I've also been using this really great app called um, Your Budget say, as no, you open up your phone daily right budget, now. daily budget not your budget but daily budget mm-hmm. and that is linked to my checking account and so it knows when it like, it like alerts me and says like okay you're you know you use such and such of money as today you're getting close to your budget limit and it let me know if I'll like overdraft into my outside of my daily budget, which is kind of nice. So oh, that's can, good. So I can kind of you know react to that and like, do I like at least you know have like a discussion with myself? Like, okay, do you really need this? Do you mm-hmm. want to like borrow money from your next day's amount mm-hmm. so you don't blow up your whole week schedule, week right? Budget. So that's good. Yeah, but like that stuff that I like that fact that I have to go through those lens those resources in order to keep my money from <laughs> not disappearing which is usually the case because <laughs> i'm awful with money i hate having conversations with money i think money is stupid and money's so dumb money is so dumb and i mean part of me it's, it's useless but obviously it's not useless because we use it every day and it's still valid but i'd I be down it. to going back down to like bartering absolutely i would be such a good barter yeah, we can just like trade shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean goods and services, man. Like I don't <laughs> I don't need like remember when like it's a great Louis C.K. joke about like how when money was gold and how like you can get like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a room for a week, a horse, <laughs> a bunch of like cattle, a woman, some beer. <laughs> oh my and, god. And, uh, it'll be a such and such a money. And it's just like a coin, and that's it. Just pay for all that shit. Yeah. What happened to those times? This yeah, paper yeah. money and change is like bullshit. I would say you can't even get a ride on CTA. You get a change for your five on CTA. <laughs> American Family Insurance, $30. Like, we used to have like a really kind of loose idea of money. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of like if you think of like total like hippie status, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's just like nothing to spend as much as you know you make and just kind of like yeah you know it'll replenish and then like years into living out here you realize no you need to have a budget <laughs> um so i know we use um this app called uh you need a budget mm. which is really really good really um, yes. i'm always i'm always up for new apps when it comes to budgeting yeah so it's really rad um they have a desktop app um, that syncs over to Dropbox with um, a mobile app. And it's really cool because in this app, they really stress the goodness in um, living off of last month's income. So they set up savings goals, and the way that the UI is set up is like 
here's how much you have for this month, and then here's how much you can have set up for the next two months. So eventually you start living on less, you set up more savings goals, and it works really well when, like, you know, you look at your checking account, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got this much money, but then you forget, like, oh, yeah, electric is coming out, and it's going to be more because it's the summertime, you got AC coming out, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's really good. That's how it is with, like, uh, the daily budget, because it says, like, you you can set how much you want to save per Mm -hmm. month or per week or however you set up your savings. And then it just it tallies up, you know, with all the other expenses you might have, you know, for like rents, for mm-hmm. utilities, for any of those, you know, incidentals that you might have. Mm-hmm. And then it says, okay, you'll have being right. you have such and such a money to spend each day, right? Without having to go into your savings account, without having to go into you know your other things and have to barter for like if you had to like, <laughs> hmm, am I going to pay for gas or electricity this month, or uh-huh. am I going to like you know just not eat this week? I'm about to say you know that struggle of like, well, rent is coming out like back right. in the day where you're like, oh yeah, rent's coming out, so uh, do I not have breakfast or <laughs> right? And like me, what I used to do when I was younger, and I didn't understand that like disposable income is not everything. That's not you know, well, that's not rent. Apparently, for me, it was like that's disposable income. Like no, yeah, your your available balance is not all that is that you can right. Because I just right exactly like like I got rent covered. Everything else can be worked out. Mm -hmm. And so I would spend like a bunch of money on like concert tickets or like something cute I saw at H and M, and then I forget. Oh, I've got other things like student loans to worry about. That or like, like it's auto pay, and then it comes out, and then and you're like in fucked. the in the fucking red. I was like, oh no! And then you know, with like Bank of America, or because I'm with the Bank of America, and I'm also with PNC because I have two separate uh, okay. checking accounts. Um, yeah, how come you have two uh, separate? I'm just curious with that. Um, I have one. Bank of America is strictly for like savings, and mm-hmm. I wanted an account where I, um didn't have access to it mm-hmm. only way to access that account and to get any money out of it it's a penalty if i take out yes, money yes yes and i can only put money into that account i can't take anything out without getting a penalty yep yep and i knew like i am terrible with money mm-hmm. and i'm myself aware enough to realize if i'm going to save anything i have to have it so if i do take out i have to face some kind of consequences yep Yep. So I have Bank of America because it's a it's a national bank and it's accepted everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's also international because like in you know in the UK it's Barclays out there. I did not know that. Yeah, so I can use it internationally there because it's the same company in the same bank trading. Like when I was in Europe, I was I used Barclays and and I didn't get um, something with ATM fees. I was able to use that bank, but um, yeah, I was able to. Um, APRs and with like their with their credit um, the credit line and mm-hmm. they're good for loans. Well, and then you are saying some acronyms I know nothing about. Wendy's five dollars thirty eight cents. Do you have any debts? Um, I do have some debt. Um, not as much as I used to. I I've knocked a lot of it down. I had a little bit of credit card debt, and that's almost paid off. Oh yeah, like two thirds mm-hmm. paid off, which it's like. I see like the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. It's coming out and my credit won't be as horrible as it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's not horrible, but it's like mm, I could be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have a little bit of um I have 
like about I'm like a thousand dollars away from being out of college debt, loan debt. No way. Well, well, yeah. Really? I I was very very lucky and I didn't have a lot of college debt for undergrad. I have like not and I have a ton for grad school coming mm-hmm. up. Like I don't even want to think about that. So you're about to be debt free. Student loan wise, yeah. Yes. Like in three more payments, I'll right be, on, I'll be right student on. free because I only took about. Seven thousand dollars out because mm-hmm. I had a free ride through school. Was right very on. lucky, and I took out a seven thousand dollar loan because you know I figured oh, it's only seven thousand dollars. I can pay that off, and mm-hmm. I did. I paid that off within five years mm-hmm. of you know leaving school. Right, because I've only been out of school now for four years, which is still a weird feeling of a thought for me that I've been out of school for four years. Mm-hmm. It's felt so much shorter. Mm-hmm. Now the credit cards, did you take them out while you were in college or yeah. recently? Yeah, I uh, took them out. Told me I was in college when I first started out. I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. No one told me about credit card debt. Dude, no one told me about credit cards. Credit. Yeah. I was eighteen and I had two, three credit cards, mm-hmm. and they were all really small. Like I think they were all about a five hundred, six hundred dollar limit. Mm-hmm. I used them all up. And how did you like go about paying them off? Like kind of like paying down the debt. Like I paid them down the debt, and then I didn't get. It, and then I didn't have a job for like a year, mm-hmm. and then I didn't pay it. I just didn't pay. I couldn't pay, mm-hmm. and so like I had to like you know, you know the whole like credit card debt commercials were like hidden home, <laughs> and then like the whole like you know that you ever seen that commercial about that clown was like I want my money. I was like nervous. You ever seen that clown credit yeah. card the credit y'all, card clown? Y'all, this is like. This is like a Chicago. This, thing. this is a real localized chat right here. Yeah, like, this, this is like, like super <laughs> high local. But like, there was this commercial they used to play on the TV Guide channel or like uh-huh. local stations here in Chicago, and it was like this whack ass clown, and he would like slap creditor debt people. Yep, He's like, yep. "I want my money. Where's my money?" That and would it was, like, like come a, on like during Maury too. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it was like a really weird. It was like a kind of like a hybrid of the character from that Damon Wayans played on In Living Color mm-hmm. meets like talking about Homie the Clown. Yeah, it was, just, it was like it was like Homie the Clown meets like some really mean creditor, and he like slap you around like Where's my money? And it was horrifying. And I was scared. And I was like, He's gonna come and get me and slap me on my nose like a bad dog. <laughs> so. I had about four thousand dollars in debt, and, and like mind you, the actual true debt I had was about maybe fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But with like you know, judge fee, court fees, and just like late fees, late fees, it grew up to about five thousand dollars. Wow, wow. Dropbox, nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. So like the only thing that I, I'm gonna say we because like. I'm married, so now my debt and like our debt is like t- together as one. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so we actually paid off all of our credit card debt from college. I want to say four months ago. That's awesome. So dude. we have no credit card debt. Um, we actually closed the credit cards, and I'm yeah, sure, that's what I did. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm sure I closed. Get I, I had three. <laughs> I had three credit cards, and I closed two out of the yeah, three. Yeah. I only have like one last one. Right. Yeah, but um, they were all just like you know, if you think back to when you're in college and you're just like thinking about. Not there's no such thing as free money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, if you can like tell yourself that back in the day, it would. Um, but yeah, like all of our credit cards are. 
paid off and they're gone and it feels like so damn good not to have that i'm not exactly um so the only thing honestly we have as far as like collected debt because you know we don't own own a house we don't own a car like we live pretty like untethered, which is rad. It's just Off the student, grid. yeah. <laughs> is uh, just student loans, and uh, we have a personal loan uh, that we still have to pay off. Like we have like two grand left on that, and that's just um, totally doable. Yeah, and it's totally totally doable. And like that's like especially why you know I was definitely really inspired to like talk about this this week because. Like, especially, like, with the tools that we were talking about, like, mm-hmm. you need a budget, and um, what was the one you were talking about? Um, mine is daily budget. Daily budget, yeah. It's, like, really, really interesting when you, like, look at money and you kind of think about it in a planning aspect, and it's, like, not as... What's the word I'm looking for here? It's Come not on, as intimidating. A, yeah, it's not as intimidating. Yeah, because, exactly. like, for me, um, I'm used to, like, I mean, I analyze numbers all mm-hmm. day. I'm crunching numbers constantly. And mm-hmm. for me to be able to see my money as just numbers right. makes it so much more um, approachable. Mm-hmm. And I can analyze it as opposed to, you know, having this emotional emotional attachment to it, which is right, what I have right, right. with money to a certain extent, just because I grew up fairly, you know, now, I wouldn't say poor, but we, we you know, at some point of our lives, we lived paycheck to paycheck. So yeah. for m- money for me has always had this really weird emotional attachment to it. Right, right. And I necessarily didn't get the skills that I probably needed to have going into college and just knowing how to manage money just because, you know, I wasn't always around people who knew how to manage money. Right. And that's not a fault to them. It's like I just didn't seek it out on my own. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that this is a problem that I need to resolve, I did. Mm-hmm. And I figured it out. I took classes at school. And, you know, I learned how to budget a, a checkbook. Right. And, like, yeah. I knew how to – I knew what an APR was, which mm-hmm. if anybody doesn't know what an APR is, that's an annual percentage rate. Mm-hmm. And they, that's the interest rate that they do on an annual basis, not just on a monthly basis. And that's why when you see an APR of 23%, you run the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Bagel Cafe. Living within my means is a real thing for me. It's something that I had to learn and accept. Um, I can't always do the thing that I want to do, but I try to find out ways to continue to do that. So frugal tips. Um, For me, I love going to concerts. It's something that I do on the regular. Uh I try to go to a concert at least once a week. And frugal tips for me is Twitter Honestly, um, following music venues that you like, they always have a contest going on. They always have something, some kind of like random promotion, usually. um, And they also have free events always going on around the city. Mm -hmm. And there's always some cheap option, even if it's not, you know, your favorite band, it's music. And if you love music enough, it doesn't matter what kind of band it is, Mm -hmm. because you'll appreciate it no matter what. So just going and hunting for something um, that will pique your interest. If you like art, there's always an art gallery opening going around the city. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, usually free booze or like, <laughs> you know, or like, I'm serious. Like there's like, there's always going to be some PBR and like some like three butt chuck. Like you'll be able to like get your, you'll be good turns as well as looking at, <laughs> looking at art. Like this is cool. This is pretty. Let me get some more Pinot Grigio, please. Really? <laughs> Really? Yeah, really. I mean, hey, it's a lifestyle. Um, and there's just always really great websites. Like, Do312 always has um, events going on and talk about 
Well, I guess for like Chicago listeners only. Chicago yeah. listeners, but like no, there's also like there's do events happening in Austin, New York, LA, um, St. Louis, Detroit. So that's not just here in Chicago, mm-hmm. but there's always some kind of free events website in any major market. Mm-hmm. If you're into music or just like any kind of event, they always mm-hmm. have that going on. And then just you know, um, if you like brunch. <laughs> do research on like things like one of our favorite brunch places. They have like this really great deal for like twenty five dollars, endless mimosas, endless bottomless mimosas, and like a meal, um, an entree, and for twenty five dollars mm-hmm. for brunch, that's a steal mm-hmm. in, in a lot of markets. Just because you get so much food and you get like a lot of booze. I mean, mm-hmm. like you can you can find the, if you really want to do the th- things you want to do, you got to hunt mm-hmm. and find that you know that frugal way to do it, mm-hmm. but. This is a random question, but, sure. you know, since, like, thinking about the tech bent, and we're both Foursquare users, mm-hmm. do you go to places that have Foursquare specials? Um, like, do you specifically search them out? Actually, no, and that's something I feel like I should take more advantage of. I mm-hmm. I happen to, see, when I go on Foursquare, I happen to see they have, an, like, have a special, I'm like, oh, cool, but I don't actually seek them out, but I feel mm-hmm. like I should start doing that. And I think I will do be, I know that I will be doing that when I move to New York, just because I'm going to need to find ways to live on the cheap there just because, mm-hmm. you know, oh, absolutely. it's just a different market. Whereas like, like for here, Chicago, the cost of living here and just the way I can live here is so much more, it's it's, so, it's a little it's more affordable. It's than totally York. more affordable. So mm-hmm. much more affordable. And I mean, I'm not putting down the York as, as far as like that goes, but I'm able to have a little more looseness, a little more disposable income as opposed to sure, sure. where I'm going to be moving to. And that's why I'm glad that I have these practices already in place now mm-hmm. in a city where I can actually afford to do kind of, you know, a little, a little craziness. I can afford to be a little loose with my money as opposed to a larger market. Mm-hmm. So, But um, Foursquare, I should do that. Yeah. I, I'll probably start doing that. I know I used to do that when I was like still in college and you know was working you know for a lot less and i would particularly look for places on foursquare that had specials and i would only go exclusively Uh those places because i knew i can get like a free side or like a free beverage (laughs) yeah um yeah for me honestly um it's been especially more tightening of the belt lately um just because like Eventually, and not even, and by eventually, I mean very, very soon. I'd love to have a debt-free household. Like, there's nothing more freeing than that. Um, so, I've gotten really acquainted with this uh, site called AndThenWeSaved.com. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Um, it was started by um, this woman. I think her big thing was that she had uh, like this thing called the spending diet. So, like, her website is full of tips. Um, for ways to do things, especially um, if you're a couple uh, that are free or extremely cheap, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which comes in incredible handy when you're, you know, having a savings goal, um, you know, trying to build up your personal savings from moving to a new city, like mm-hmm. you know what we were a part of, or trying to pay down debt. Um, you know, you get to discover how many things you can do for free. Um, everything from going to the library and figuring out you know, what museums are for free or, 
you know, when I went to New York, I sp spread about the days I went to the museum according to their free days. <laughs> That's so smart. Um, and that I mean, and like, I mean, yeah, it's being frugal, but it's also just being smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but like, I would save like the information to um, an Evernote notebook. Uh, <laughs> here oh, we go. Follow up. <laughs> um, so I can have that information on hand. Um, and including, okay, this is also really strange, but um, the alcohol content for certain beers um, I'll have on deck. So if I go to a bar. You want to make sure you and, have like, the most potent so right, you can get turns. Right, and exactly, then like, spend like the one beer. Cheap. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. That's why I drink yeah. whiskey. Yeah. That's so, exclusive why I drink whiskey when I go out. Like when I'm right. like broke, I'm like, I can afford a $4 cocktail, I can afford mm -hmm. a $4 whiskey and ginger and get like, you know. I got a buzz going right, right, and can right. ride that wave for an hour and then like, all right, bye, and yeah, go yeah, home. Yeah. And don't even spend more than $10. Yeah, exactly. like I'll either refer to my notes that I'll have saved on my phone or I'll do a quick Google search for all the, ooh, excuse me, um, for all the beers that are on draft, mm -hmm. see which one has the highest alcohol content. And that's just smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like that's definitely what I did in New York. <laughs> yeah, like um, I yeah. um, there's a great site that like you mentioned and then we saved, but there's this one called the the Financial Diet, mm. and it started with this. Um, she used to write for the Thought Catalog, and she was one of those. Oh, Thought Catalog! I know, but but she was like the one person I would read because she her name's Ch Chelsea Fagan and. She was mentioned in a couple magazines. Like she, like this one's actually really great. Okay. She lives in Williamsburg, and it's just about her dealing with like she had a lot of debt credit, mm -hmm. own debt, own debt, and it's just about her living this life in New York City and dealing with you know having her own business because she runs a website that her her essential um, income is coming from this website mm -hmm. and living on a budget and. I don't want to say that she lives a Pinterest kind of life. <laughs> like, it's very pretty and very, like, you know, mm -hmm. bespoke and artisan. But, like, it's yeah, yeah. nice. And I'm, like, learning how to, like, cook your own meals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having that experience, like, going out and trying to have those moments when you do go out and make them, you know, worth something. Right, not just right, going right. out because you can. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, a completely different conversation. I don't know if, like, the beer is kicking in or whatever. But, like, about consumerism and like this thought of like keeping up like i'm gonna link to a really great article um from an artist out in uh, san francisco her name's uh, jen hewitt who wrote something really beautiful about this i want to say like a year ago and it was about um being an artist and living off of an artist income and even though you know she may not have the pinterest perfect life it's the life that's most important to her absolutely um and kind of like seeing the importance in that versus, you know, I may not have the perfectly placed mason jar <laughs> set up um, that I you know, have to spend money to in order for it to look like this, like to look like you're in a spread in Kinfolk magazine, you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. And that's what this girl, Chelsea, she, a lot of her, like, pictures do seem a lot mm -hmm. like that, but then, like, she gets real on her budget, uh, on her website, uh, just about, you know, her weight struggles her you know relationship stuff with her longtime boyfriend and just dealing with like living in new york city and dealing with that kind of um financial debt and dealing with her life and trying to keep that balanced so it's um definitely inspiring just because you realize you're not you're the only person out here mm -hmm. who's dealing with this stuff and i think yeah. that's what 
is so weird about debt and what's weird about money and that conversation about money is that no one ever talks about it but everybody's going through the same thing right and it's nice when you find that kind of kinship not just online but in real life yeah so Open call time. Open call. Open call. <laughs> what are you feeling this week, Cher? Oh my gosh. So I've been rewatching um, episodes of Bob's Burgers on oh. Netflix. <laughs> um, Bob's Burgers. Like, I just have so many feels for that show. It's so perfect. And mm-hmm. it never ceases to not make me laugh. Really? Like, I laugh wholeheartedly every episode something just tickles my fancy mm-hmm. and i linda the wife is probably my soulmate cartoon soulmate <laughs> just she's so great yeah and i i constantly see myself doing similar things or saying similar things and she mm-hmm. and i also love tina but i also love louise and i love jane and i love bob like i love everybody on that show oh yeah so um been really feeling that this week but um, incidentally, um, a friend of ours, Nick Lackey, he has redistributed his really wonderful art that he did last year or maybe two years ago. And he did this great sketch of Tina from the show. And she's dressed in like, you know, like a, like a festival goer has like a feather in her hair. Mm-hmm. And like, like, like a Coachella. Like a Coachella, or, yeah. like a like a spring awakening attendee. Yeah. Know, like a feather in her hair and like a tattoo on her, like a tribal tattoo on her shoulder. And instead of turned down for what, it's oh. turned down for butt. Oh, yeah. And it's a thing <laughs> of beauty. It was a, um, a um, printout for a while mm-hmm. that you can like post and frame. But now it's on t-shirts oh, and snap. hoodies and tank tops Uh-oh. and bike tank tops. And I bought the t-shirt. And it's coming to my home very soon. Oh, yeah. And I'm very excited. You'll be seeing me on the streets of Chicago <laughs> and New York rocking this in, at all festivals on at work. I don't care. Like it's, I would be turning down for butt whenever yeah. possible. You're going to have to grab that when you get it. Oh, absolutely. Word. So, yeah, that's what I've been feeling this week. It's just Tina and Bob's Burgers. Right so, on, right on. Thank you, Mike, Nick and Aki, for uh, making that wonderful print. I appreciate it. Sweet. So, about you, James? All right. So, I am, like, one of the biggest fans of the rapper Future. Future. Like. The best. <laughs> man, like. Uh, He's I, I so lo- great. I, I love everything Future comes out with. And I recently came across, like, his new single um, when Sinead and I got back from getting some barbecue over the weekend. And we were pretty tipsy, like, after you we were turned. We were a little turnt. <laughs> and we got home. And then we <laughs> And then we flipped on the radio because that's usually what happens when we're, like, a little tipsy. And a little high fee. Yeah. And we just, like, here, like, you know, what, what are the kids listening to nowadays? And... <laughs> <laughs> the young series super snappers. Right, right, right. And like the song comes on. Yeah. And just like like an eight oh eight hit and I was like, What is this? And I knew it was future. So we tagged it and it's like the song called Fuck Up Some Commas. And... Yeah. 
I'm a dick. Hundred thousand to a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand to a hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. A million dollars, have money shot. Fuck us, promise. And fuck us, promise, yeah. And fuck us, promise. And fuck us, promise, yeah. Hundred thousand to a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand on a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. A million dollars, have money shot. And it's a thing that beauty. It's truly really wonderful. This joint was like so good. Like I was legit. Like just like oh, I was getting so hyped in the kitchen. So like, it, <laughs> so it is like. And if you know his kitchen, it's kind of small. So yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like legit, like hopping around, shaking my dreadlocks, like just like shaking the cabinets, and just like shaking, like getting so hyped. So. Like this has been like my jam for like the last few days, so that it's is what, quite a jam to have. So that is what I am feeling. Future, fuck up some commas. Open call, man. <laughs> Your call out. If you like what you heard on this last episode of the Open Ended Podcast, please give us a shout out on iTunes, either by rating us a five star so we can get higher in the charts, or leaving a review. We really appreciate it. Until next time, keep things open-ended. Are you are you playing? Or are you recording? Right yeah, now? yeah, yeah. We're just, we're just recording right now. So we're we're just gonna jump right into this. All okay, right, we have to because we're recording now. Um. Oh, yeah. Open call. Yeah, so three, two, one...